big enough for grown people. I don't fuck with a mini couch at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Hell. Hey, y'all. I'm back. You know, it's your fave, Judge Jemiah, and you are tuned in to yet another episode of Good and Ghetto Podcast. Welcome back, family. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be back with y'all. Um, let's hop right into it. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. If it, if this is the last you ever hear of me, if this is the last time you ever hear my voice, it's for one simple reason. Just know that I died and I left this place an honorable woman. Okay, protecting my craft, and I gave my last to record this podcast episode in an enclosed closet with no air circulation, no air conditioning on in the entire unit, not a window open, not a fan spinning, all for the sake of the craft. Don't you let them tell you anything else about me, because it's hot in here, okay? It's hot in here, y'all. We're going to hop right into it. I've decided... That I want to start every episode, how I like to start each and every one of my days, with something good, okay? So first we're going to talk about the good, then we're going to talk about the ghetto, okay? And then we're going to have some real talk with your girl here for a little bit. So for the good, since we last met, since we were last amongst one another, first of all, let's just start where we need to start. Let's just start where we need to start with... Queen Cardi, Queen Megan, doing what they needed to do with the anthem that is WAP, okay? Now, I don't know who all listening to this here production, so I'll try to keep it a little cute, but all I'm going to say is that I was taking notes. I took notes, and I would like to see it, okay? That's what I'm going to say on that. Secondly, the visual was bomb. Now, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be some kind of like hip-hop and rap connoisseur. I really listened to the same 17 songs. And of those 17, 13 of them came out before I was even born. So I really don't be in tune and very active with what the music scene is, especially when it comes to rap, because I personally prefer prefer R&B, you know, I'm trying to hear some little, you know, that's what I like, uh, but this one right here, is let me tell y'all, this is the kind of song that I might not click play on it daily, even though lately I have been intentionally playing it, but it really reigns supreme when you just got that one AirPod in and you in the frozen fruit aisle of the grocery store, okay, and you just got through listening to Love, Music Soul Child, and next thing you know, all you hear blasting through your left ear is some holes in this house, it's some holes in, I almost flipped every fucking thing over in the aisle. I was so hyped. I love to hear this song come on shuffle. Like, I just love to be unexpectedly, unexpectingly. That, I think that's how I want to use that word. I like to be surprised, okay? That's how I enjoyed this song 
the most. So I think Apple Music just already know, go ahead and incorporate it in there. Sometimes Apple Music gets a little shady and we're going from Tamala Man to WAP. Hey, I didn't, I didn't choose to be here, but what I'm not going to do is skip over it. Sorry, Tam. I love you, Lord. You know my heart. But um, taking me to the king and directly following, drop me at the WAP. I might be going to hell for that, so, but either way it go, I really like the song. That's something that I've really been vibing to that's been keeping my spirit and my energy up. Uh, what else good is happening with me? Well, as you can hear from my intro, a nigga got their couch, okay? So everybody knows about my mini couch dilemma. Heard the last episode. If you are not familiar with what I'm talking about, listen to the last episode and you'll know how I almost popped my top, almost flipped my lid, and almost blew a freaking gasket at this baby ass couch that they sent me. I'm not going to relive the experience. Just know I was not a happy camper. So I returned that couch, even though. Yeah, we ain't even gonna get into the details of the return. But I got my refund for that couch, and I bought another couch. And my couch that is currently here, I love it. I am always in my living room now. I got my new TV, which I love a lot. And I literally sit in my living room and just really watch Moesha nonstop. 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Uh, that That's something that's been going well for me. Now... While I'm on the topic of Moesha, shout out to Netflix and Strong Black Lead for bringing us the classics. I have definitely been watching Moesha running that into the ground. I have not made my transition to the game yet. Um, if you're listening and you're lost and like, what are you talking about? Strong Black Lead, which is the basically the black division of Netflix, for lack of a better term, which is super awesome, uh, finally got the contracts to get all of the black sitcoms that we grew up on to get them on Netflix for what seems like a pretty significant amount of time. So I know that's what most of us have been doing and we've been binge watching. So I've definitely been on my motor, okay? Um, but what I've been noticing for those of us who have been enjoying this, I can tell that this is some of y'all first time watching Moesha. Now, some of y'all... Not all, but some of y'all is lying. Some of y'all is just too surprised by what's occurring. Now, I know all of us are watching these shows from an adult perspective now, and we were young when these shows came out and stuff like that, but some of y'all, some of y'all like, Ray J? I didn't know he was on, like, this is your first time watching it and it's okay ain't no shame welcome okay but just leave your commentary and your live tweeting maybe keep it to a minimum because uh, there's a little there's a couple too many discoveries happening on the timeline right now with Moesha like I turn on Moesha and it's kind of just background noise while I'm doing other stuff but I've really been enjoying that so that's something for me that's been good and that I've really been enjoying here in these last few weeks for sure. Um, I've been trying to eat a little healthier. I usually already eat healthy, but I told you I've been making my way through the LA dining scene and sometimes that 
leads me to some unhealthy options. There's plenty of healthy options here, but I've really been trying to support as many black businesses as possible. And sometimes for me, the easiest way is if I'm going to eat out, then I'm going to try to choose to eat out at a black owned restaurant, which has been a lot of fun. But a lot of that is like variations of soul food or something fried or things like that. I have found a couple uh, soul food vegan restaurants and just a couple vegan and vegetarian restaurants that are black owned. So I try and lean more towards those, but healthy eating, I've definitely been on that up in my water intake because it's hot here. It's been hot this last week or two in LA. And so I need to drink some water because your girl is dehydrated for sure and I can feel it. So that's some good stuff I've been doing. What else is good? Oh yes, guys. So as you know, I'm furnishing my apartment. So like week by week, I'm buying like one major furniture, a piece of furniture and things like that. So I bought a dresser. I think I talked about it last episode, but I can't remember. I bought a dresser a few weeks ago and it's a dresser that I have to assemble myself, which I don't know why I did that because I don't like putting shit together. Uh, so I went ahead and bought a dresser and it was sitting in my doorway, like in my little foyer for a solid three weeks. And my little brother came to visit me. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, my little brother came to visit me my last off weekend. And I thought he was going to put it together. That was literally my whole point of finessing him to come out here. And he didn't even put it together. So that's crazy. He just came here and spent all my money. And he helped me with a couple things. But the main task and goal was for him to put this dresser together. And he didn't. So... When he left, I said, okay, fine. I'll just put the damn dresser together myself. Like, I was feeling good. I had the energy, even though I was still, you know, a little traumatized from the couch situation that I had to assemble. I said, you know what, Jemiah? You went to college. You could put a dresser together. You could read some instructions. Uh, The dresser came in three separate boxes. I opened the first box to pull out the instructions. Y'all, I opened the damn box, and it, it there was not one word in the instruction manual there wasn't a single word it was all pictures and arrows and parts i i have never closed the box so fast in my life i almost sent the damn box box through the ground i wasn't i'm not doing it here's my take on this i bought it i purchased it i have paid my dues I'm not assembling this shit, especially if you're not going to get, I need a dissertation. I need an in-depth description, play-by-play, okay? I need citations, closed captions, a video, a DVD, all of that. A hologram, somebody that would just pop up out this bitch and just be in the room with me. And they just gave me these pictures. So I went ahead and put those instructions right back in the box and said, I won't be doing that. Let me tell y'all what I'm not. I'm not a DIY girl. I'm a DIY. Why the hell didn't I pay somebody to do this? DIY. Why the hell ain't no words in this? DIY. Why the hell do I have to pay all this money for a product and then still have to assemble it? DIY. Why do motherfuckers think I'm a handyman? I'm none of those things. So I say all that to say the good that came from this situation is that I used TaskRabbit for the first time 
If you haven't used TaskRabbit, go ahead, Google it, look up what it is. This ain't no ad, so I'm not going down into the ones and twos. But basically, I hired somebody who specializes in putting together furniture to come put this shit together. And with that, I was um, definitely looking through the profiles of the people, and I picked a black woman, because one, shout out to a black woman who is voluntarily choosing to go around and put shit together for people. Shout out to you, because again, couldn't be me. And secondly, I feel safest with a black woman, obviously. Uh, so I picked the black woman and it really turned out to be a really cool evening. Like she was really nice. She moved to California maybe a year ago. So we talked a lot about just, you know, transitioning from, she came all the way from the East coast and like Pennsylvania, I think. Um, so we just talked a lot and shared our experiences of moving to LA, what that was like. Uh, she told me about herself and kind of things that she does. She gave me restaurant recommendations. She's like, take my number down, girl, if ever you want to hang out. So I love that. Like, that was super, super dope to me. So it was awesome to just, like, spend the spend a couple hours with a black woman who we, we just connected and we were cool. So that was nice. And what I've been noticing and what's been my trend lately is that as I'm supporting more black businesses here in LA, like I'm quick to tell somebody and I don't know if this is a good thing or not, but I'm like, yeah, I just moved here. Like what, are, what is there to do? Like, I'm just, I feel so comfortable breaking the ice with black people. And so I've been incorporating in that into me, you know, going to black restaurants, going to black shops and things like that. Just going to the neighborhoods, going to Inglewood, going to Lemur Park and things like that. And so actually I ate dinner tonight at a black owned restaurant called my two cents and the girl who was ringing me out she saw my lanyard from our car keys and it's a delta lanyard she was like oh you're a delta i'm an aka where'd you cross and just instantly she was like take my number down i've just moved to la like a year ago myself after college like take my number down i'll tell you kind of what i've been doing spots if you want to she's like if you want to link up i do yoga on sundays in the park it's led by a black woman it's free like just let me know i'll save a spot next to you like come on community let's go community okay shout out to that for real for real so that those are some good things that have been happening to me um what else could happen to me this past week or two i watched that new jamie fox movie on netflix i think it's called project power power project i'm powerful uh y'all know what i'm talking about that movie where they're taking them little pills and stuff I say that to say, Jamie, if you're listening to this, anyone in close relation to Jamie, I would like to see Jamie Foxx in private. I would just like to talk over some things. Um, I just think there's some matters that he and I need to discuss privately. And and I'm going to just leave it at that. But the movie was really good. If y'all haven't seen it, I'm pretty sure it's called Project Power. Like, that feels hella accurate. Let me look it up right now. Yes, Project Power Netflix. I knew what the fuck I was talking about. Y'all need to go watch the movie. It was really good. Uh, I've been using Catching Up on TV, whether it's watching Moesha or watching a new movie. That's kind of been my personal self-care these past, really this past week, week and a half, because let me tell y'all, 
Okay, that wraps up the good. So let's go ahead and transition into the ghetto. Now, this part of the show, this segment, the ghetto, really, I just want to tell y'all and talk to y'all briefly about the things that I'm, I'm not feeling in this moment, but, you know, I'm not letting them defeat me. So one of the most ghetto things that I personally have been dealing with is um work having a job and and I'm not trying to sit here and sound ungrateful I am happy to be employed but having a job Jesus is the most ghetto blessing of them all I get so fucking tired I'm sorry mom for my language but you taught me that word I get so tired of going to work. I get so tired of going to work. And work lately has been kicking my ass. Full transparency. I'm in a new position. I'm in a new area. I'm in a new building. And the transition has truly... It's been been kicking my ass. I ain't gonna lie. I've been working like 50, 55 hours a week. Like really putting in my hours to make sure I'm doing my job well. Like, I'm super passionate about doing my job well and making sure that my end of things is always covered and I'm I'm tying up all those ends when I leave the building in the day and that I'm reading up on all my resources so that I'm fully prepared to speak to my business and all that stuff. Like, I, I do love my job. I love the company that I work for, so I don't take that for granted. So I do, I'm passionate about doing my job well, but man, these past two weeks, I've really been putting in some hours, and I just drive home being like, what the fuck? Is this really my life? That's 10, 11 hours that I will never get back. Good grief. Uh, so work has definitely been super ghetto lately, and I've really been exhausted and when I talk to people, hey, everybody wants to know, hey, how's LA? How's LA? I couldn't tell you. Not in these last couple of weeks. I really couldn't tell you because I go to work and I'm at work all day. And then I come home, y'all, and I'm tired. Like I come home and it's like either I eat right now as soon as I get home or I'm not going to eat tonight because I don't like to eat past a certain time. And usually my day has gone pretty long. So by the time I get home, I got like an hour to prepare me something for dinner before it's really past the time that I like to eat. Uh, I want to work out, but I'm truly too tired because I need to get in bed because my days really do go long. So I have to go to bed early because once I'm at work, I'm up, I'm attentive. I got to talk to all these people. My whole day is spent talking to people and engaging with people. And I really want to give my best self. So to be honest, work has been kicking my ass and I haven't really given myself the time to do a lot of stuff and explore a lot of things. So that's been hella ghetto, and I, I, I'm i not proud of my whole work-life balance thing, but we're going to talk about that a little later. Uh, another thing that's been ghetto is, I can't even lie, I miss my friends. Like, I kind of hit a low last week, week before last. Oh, now that's ghetto right there. Uh, I kind of hit a low last week and a week before last. Uh. Well, I just really felt lonely 
And that that was the first time that I felt that way since I've been here in LA. Like I've been here for a little over the month, a little over a month, uh, about a month and a half now, and for the first time last week, I really just came home and was I had a rough day at work. And in that moment, all I wanted to do was pour up a glass of wine with my girls and just laugh and kick it and just, you know, get wine wasted for no reason on a random ass Wednesday, knowing we had shit to do the next day. Like, I realized like that was my coping. Like, that's how I got through some of my hard days is really just being able to call up my friends, call up my boy and just be like, hey, let's just go to the bar real quick and grab a drink. And that that it's not even that, like, oh, it's a pandemic and I can't go anywhere. I, my friends are just far. Like, I'm all the way on the West Coast and all my friends and family are in the Midwest. So, last week, for sure, it hit me like, dang, I don't have my tribe here. Like, my crew is not here and I've been working so much that I haven't really been emphasizing the time to get to know new people and make new friends and, you know, I haven't really, like, super bonded with anyone at work quite yet I'm sure it will happen I work with some nice people but literally I've been so swamped that I barely can pick my head up in the day like it's just been that crazy so coming home from some long days at work last week I was just kind of sad and lonely and that hit me kind of hard so that that's been ghetto that was a that was a ghetto situation for me it's okay you know it's hard to make new friends right now because even with you know my peers and my coworkers, we're, we're at work all day and usually sometimes you could just leave work and go hit up a happy hour and stuff like that but it's a pandemic right so it's like ain't no everybody's feeling super comfortable it's it's a couple places open out here in LA because basically um if your venue sells alcohol and also sells food and you have outdoor dining they're still open for dine-in service you just have to order something to eat so you know you can order an appetizer and a drink which i'm totally down for and after work a couple times i've challenged myself hey jamaya don't go straight home go just grab you a glass of wine or just go grab a quick bite to eat and just sit out don't go straight in the house and just like bunker yourself in the house so i've been challenging myself with that a little bit lately but still it's you know it's not the same as like having your people and having people to just kick it with and download with so that's been hard for me a little bit that's been ghetto as fuck I miss my friends you know and also this is a good point for me to mention yo I really hope that when y'all pray um and if you're praying folks whoever you pray to I really hope that you're thanking God and praying for your friends because honestly I I don't know what I would do without my friends because with this past week or two that I've been feeling down I'm not necessarily that great with reaching out when I'm not feeling great uh I'm kind of I'll kind of just retreat a little bit and just kind of disappear and be in my own head and just kind of lock myself on and lock myself in my own little world a little bit and without me even having to reach out or say something multiple of my close friends just reached out and was like just checking on you you good and you know what I mean I wasn't really on social media anything like that super heavy um I might repost some stuff but 
multiple of my friends just reached out and God just knows when to send the people who mean the most to you and who you need to hear from. He knows when to send them in and, and to give you that boost of confidence and to just like send them to wrap their arms around you. And so I just, I, I have learned and it has really paid off for me. I pray for my friends. Like I thank God for having great friends. And I say this all the time. Like I will put my friends up against the best of them. Because I'm blessed to have some amazing women and some amazing men in my life who really look out for me. And we look out for one another and we just understand one another and support one another from afar. Like, I haven't lived close to a lot of my friends for a while since graduating high school. And I'm still able to maintain those relationships. So that part of it is not ghetto. That is good. We, we can swing that up to the good part. But... I think it's really important. I just want to throw that in there. Make sure y'all praying for y'all friends. We pray for a house and we pray for a car and we pray for a man and we pray for a baby and we pray for a million dollars. Make sure you pray for some friends who going to be around for you to uh, to lean on when you get all those other blessings because you're going to need a support system and you need your friends to help maintain you. And, and honestly, my friends damn near keep me sane sometimes. So I just want to say shout out to them. Though the past couple weeks were hard, all I had to do was talk to a couple of my friends. They got me right in order, and I felt better. It felt good to just get on FaceTime and talk to my girls and just unload and talk about the stuff I was dealing with and for them to, you know, keep it 100 with me, snap me back into reality a little bit. Like, you got this. Just encourage me. So that part of it is awesome and super good to balance out the ghetto of being so far away. On a lighter note, I really want to go to the Sloss and Swap Me out here, and it's closed right now because of COVID, and I'm trying to go get me a gold pinky ring and a new Jemaya name plate and some of those, like, gold earrings, so I really think that's rude, Slossin. I know it's a pandemic, but can we social distance? It's other swap meets and flea markets open. Sis pulled up to the swap meet. It was closed. The man didn't even let us pull our car around. He said, no, not today. Can you please turn around? Don't even get comfortable in the parking lot. Okay, Albert. Hell. So yeah. In case anyone was wondering, I'm still doing fine in this hot-ass closet. So, we talked about the good. We talked about the ghetto. I also want to round out each episode with just a quick jam session. This is something that I carried over from the monologue podcast for those of you who listen. And um, really, I want to talk about work-life balance. I already kind of alluded to it. This is what's been on my mind a lot lately, like I said, because work has been kind of crazy. So I really just want to talk about you know, quickly about the, the importance of work-life balance, especially being young, especially for those of us who, who haven't stopped working. And I think it's really important to note, there's some of us who, since this pandemic started, we have not stopped working, right? I work for big box retail. Doors haven't shut. It's actually been crazy. Y'all all all coming in here since March, buying all the toilet paper, buying all the Lysol. We still don't have any Clorox wipes. We don't have any. They are not here. We are not hiding them on the roof. They're not in my car. We don't have any. We don't have no Clorox wipes. 
Clorox ain't got no Clorox wipes. I don't know who has the Clorox wipes, but they not here. Okay? Um, but I haven't stopped working, really. And within the move and all that coming out here, I really want to make a good impression on my new peers and my new boss and things like that. So I kind of hit the ground running in my new job. And there's always that pressure to succeed and to prove yourself in a new job and in a new position. And so the first two weeks, I've been in officially in my new building and in my actual home location and in my position for just finishing the third week now. The first two weeks, I was just trying to attack everything. I was just like, oh, I'll fix that. Oh, I'll fix that. Oh, I'll get to that. And my to-do list was literally 15, 20 things long a day. And even then, because I work in HR, I would have a whole list of things that I needed to do, but a lot of my day would be taken up with speaking to my team and handling handling team member issues. So I would get to the end of my day and feel like, dang, I haven't even accomplished shit because look, my list still just as long as it was this morning, but I haven't stopped moving all day. I haven't stopped working all day. So what have I done? So that's that's a big part of the stress that I've been feeling at work is that I end my days and I know that I've been busy but then I look back to see did I accomplish the things that I set out to accomplish today and I and I had it and it's like I'm exhausted I've worked all day but I still have all this shit to do um and a lot of it is just like trying to play catch up and trying to be everything to everybody and trying to clean up other people's mess and stuff like that and trying to be super accessible to everyone let everyone know hey I'm here to help I'm here to help let me know if you need me and I think all of that is important but when you go into a new job and you go into a new role take it easy and I've had to tell myself that this past week like week one and two I was just hitting the ground running this past week week three I've really just been like okay Jemiah what must you win at today? Like, what must you complete today? Get that done. Prioritize that. Be willing to tell people when they come and say, hey, do you have time? Yeah, as soon as I wrap up this other thing, I will come find you or come back to me at this time. I'll put some some time for you on my calendar, on my schedule. Come back. You know what I mean? If it's not an urgent emergency, you know, set some boundaries. Set some boundaries for my time. Set some boundaries for my space. and. I'm already seeing that that's something I have to do in order to just successfully accomplish all the things that I need to get done is that I have to be organized and I have to set some boundaries. So that part, just just keeping my shit together and staying positive, uh, I, I ain't gonna lie, a couple of these days, I, I've left work feeling a little defeated, feeling a little, what am I doing here-ish, you know, fully transparent. But I got to leave that at work. I have to leave that at work. I have to leave all that stress at work and leave it in the building. And I'm blessed to work at a place where I don't have to take work home. And so I had to remind myself of that because I was coming home. And on the way home, I want to call my friends and tell them about how crazy my day was. And then I also want to, like, make a tweet about it and all that. And now I've been off for two, three hours, and I'm still thinking about work, and I'm still allowing work to affect me while at home. So really leaving the day 
right there at work until I have to come back the next day. Like, I'm off this weekend. I'm going to go enjoy myself. And I'm not going to worry about it. So I've been having to set those boundaries for myself, which has been hard. Because, like I said, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be successful. And I think especially sometimes as black professionals, we never want to look like the ones who are underperforming. Right? And that's a whole nother conversation. But I know that that's a stress that I put on myself. Like I said, another thing is just like not going straight home, finding ways to keep my mind occupied and to keep my mind off of work. And sometimes coming straight home is not the answer because like I said, I'm still in that mode. I'm still in that mode. So going, just going grocery shopping or something on my way home, going to a furniture store and looking at a new piece or stopping by a restaurant that I was thinking about trying and grabbing dinner, just something to break up the monotony of my day after being at work all day and not just getting in the car, going home, going in the house. So that's something I've been trying to do with myself. Honestly, I'm open to tips and feedback because I truly don't think I'm that good at work-life balance. Not currently. I was before because I was a lot more comfortable at my last job and in my last position I knew my peers I knew my boss I knew what the day was going to look like things are still looking a little fresh and a little new here so if you have any tips or tricks to uh maintaining work-life balance I would love to hear it shoot me a tweet on twitter at just jamaya or send me something on instagram at just jamaya uh, I would love to hear anything and I want to try to apply that because if you're anybody who I call on the regular or talks on the regular, you know I've been going off about work lately. Um, and honestly, just not losing myself in work. Like, I know that my job requires me to be at my best self mentally in order to do my job well. So I just can't allow the days and kind of the stress and the 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 hoopla of the day to affect my mentality and to affect my energy and my attitude because I have to give off that positivity to the people I interact with. I work in customer service. I work in in, in retail. I deal with people all day nonstop. My job is literally to talk to people all day. So just figuring out ways to maintain my positivity and make sure that I'm not giving off the bad vibes to people. Um, so I'm working on that. I'm working on that for sure. So send me some tips if y'all know. Um, with that, I'm also trying to read more. I just started reading, man, I can't remember anything. I just started reading this book. Do, 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 do. More Than Enough by Elaine, well, Elaine Weltroth? Weltroth? I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That would be trash if I wasn't. But more than enough, it's really good. I'm not great with, not that I'm not good at reading. I can read very well. But I'm not, I don't stay consistent when reading a book. I rarely finish a book. I'll put it down and then forget to pick it up. Or for some reason, I just have this idea that you're just supposed to read in bed, like with the lamp on the side and just you know, I just have that image of reading is done in bed right before you go to bed. But I've realized I can't do that because if I read in the bed, I'm two pages in and I'm falling asleep. So I've been taking my book to the beach or I'll get up and first thing in the morning, fresh start to my day, I'll just read a chapter or read a few pages 
actually this morning I woke up early I stretched and I read like 10 pages out of the book and it was awesome the book is really really good it's very motivating it's just talking about her journey uh I like books like that not necessarily all self-help but just books that talk about people's journey to success and seeing the kind of things they learned along the way that kind of stuff intrigues me just seeing that there's a million ways that people reach success so I just love to read stuff like that and about the hardships and the ugly parts of grinding it out so that's another thing I've been doing to keep my mind positive and keep it going and not just constantly be worrying about work worrying about work um and lastly when it comes to work-life balance one thing I've been challenging myself with is just boundaries I literally had to tell my boss I'm in this building for many hours a day many hours a week you're gonna have to tell me all you need to tell me while I'm here once I'm off I need you now I need you to not to know my number don't call me don't text me you can email me I will not read it until my next work day. If that's tomorrow, I'll read it tomorrow. If it's Friday and that's Monday, I'm going to read it on Monday. You, my brother, are going to have to catch me in one of those 50, 55 hours that I'm giving you in this company a week. Do not text my phone. Do not call my phone. I don't care if you send a message in the bottle. That hoe going to be floating until it's time for me to walk back in here. Okay, so I, I had to really set that boundary very early with my boss, and thankfully he respects that and he a hundred percent gets it because some of my other peers and coworkers they the type it's they off day they call and they text and they all and I don't want no don't tell I don't have any answers for anyone when I'm not at work, even if I have the answer I'm not giving it to you because I'm not there so somebody else gonna have to figure this out. So that's another harsh boundary I've been setting. I have my work email on my phone now, which I was highly against, but due to my position and amount of communication I get or whatever, I have to have my work email on my phone. But I challenge myself not to check my work email when I'm not at work. When I'm off, if it's my weekend off, if it's my day off, I don't check my work email. So that's another way I'm just keeping myself, separating my two worlds to make sure I'm not getting too overwhelmed. Because even though I'm a hard worker and I love my job and all that, I can definitely get overwhelmed. And I have proven that shit these past couple weeks because I'd be ready to say some choice words just to myself. Just to myself from how frustrated I am. So, um, that's my jam session. It's pretty short and to the point, but. Like I said, y'all, I like to get on here and talk about real shit that I'm dealing with. Uh, sometimes it's ridiculous, and sometimes it's going to be deep, and sometimes it's just going to be regular shit, because I'm a regular motherfucker. So, um, that's my jam session for this episode. Last, but surely, 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 not least, I want to end every episode with a segment I call Big Black Bucks. You heard me? Um, I have been definitely challenging myself all of 2020, definitely in the past three or four months, to be a bigger uh, motivator or supporter of circulating the black dollar. So I've been challenging myself to buy black as often as possible, and I definitely say at least three to four times a week, I'm spending my money with the black business. That's 
you know what I mean? That's one of the best parts about being in L.A. right now. Uh, since moving from Iowa, it's just more opportunities to come in contact with black businesses. So I want you guys to join me on this, okay? I want you guys to join me on this, and I want you to hashtag Big Black Bucks uh, whenever, <laughs> whenever you shop black. Hashtag Big Black Bucks, Good and Ghetto Pod, and shout out some awesome black businesses that you've been shopping with. So, a couple things that, uh, a couple ways I've been spending my big black bucks these past couple weeks. Number one, honeypot. Now, I am not new to the honeypot train, okay? I am not new. I have been using honeypot feminine wash for about two years now. It's my go-to. I stock up on it. It goes on sale. I'm grabbing it all. It is a lifesaver. It is a life changer. Fellas, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just know, get you a woman who's using some honey pot. Ladies, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're dead wrong. Honey pot, okay? You want to talk about WAP? This is the Supreme WAP Wash, okay? Yes, I said it, and I'm coining that term. Honey pot is the Supreme WAP Wash, okay? For y'all who don't know what WAP is, Google it, all right? I'm not an educator. Just know, get into a honeypot. So I obviously restocked on my honeypot this past week, but I also went a little further and I bought another honeypot product, actually a couple honeypot products that I didn't previously own. So my feminine hygiene products, sorry boys, talking about vagina things right now. But my feminine hygiene products, I've been replacing them not only with black-owned um, products, but also like sustainably sourced and things that are good for the environment. I'm really just trying to be a better black-ass global citizen out in these streets in general. So um, Honey Pot is organic and it's recyclable and it's made from all that good shit that makes the earth real happy and it makes your vagina real happy. So I bought it and they're great. So I'm supporting that. Definitely go ahead and get into it, ladies, if you have not already. Another way I've been spending my big black bucks, I love alliteration a lot. If you can't tell, good and ghetto, love alliteration. Um, Just Turkey. So Just Turkey is a restaurant, actually a Chicago-based restaurant, and there's a Just Turkey a block away from my job, and I drive past it every day. So this past weekend when I was working and I was thinking about what I was going to eat for lunch and I eat meat on the weekend. So I'm like, okay, I want to give me a burger or something like that. And I remember, oh, Just Turkey is right down the street, a block away. So I went into Just Turkey and the nicest woman was in there. Her name is Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Um, And she was in there and I was just telling her how excited I was to try just turkey out here because i'm from chicago so i've had just turkey back home and this is the la location this is you know they have all these chicago style things on the menu and turkey tips and a good turkey burger and all this stuff and i actually ordered from my two co-workers who are working with me too so i sent them some business and uh, my coworkers really like it. They said, man, we've been working at this store for 10 years. Just Turkey's been over there for two, three years. They've never had it before. So a black business that I introduced to some people, they enjoyed it. And I went in and 
just met some nice smiling faces, some beautiful black people working hard in there. They were so nice. So it felt really good to order from there. And since then, like I said, I had my two cents tonight for dinner, which is another black-owned restaurant. I had some spicy vegan spaghetti, and it was fire. And I had some collard greens, and they were fire. So clearly, I'm still eating my way through Los Angeles. Um, if I'm homeless in two months, three months, it just know I'm going to be homeless and full because this is where all my money goes, rent and eating out. Another twenty three ninety nine spent on a meal and I'm not particularly proud of it but black dollars I'm gonna just let them have it outside of that I also recently this week got my car detailed and so shout out to this really cool Instagram page that I follow since I moved here it was shared with me it's called all things black LA county and they just repost all these black businesses and black services. So a way that I've been trying to support more black businesses is trying to replace just basic everyday services, basic everyday household items. Like, can I have a black soap in my house? I go, I've been trying to go through every room. Like, is there something black owned in this room? So the art that I've been buying from my apartment have been from black artists. My kitchen is lacking a little bit. I don't have a lot of black-owned products in my kitchen. So I got to get me some seasonings or something in there. But my art around my house is black-owned. Um, in my bathroom sink, a lot of my cosmetics, I use Black Girl Sunscreen. I use Honey Pot. I just bought a brand-new um, lock conditioning spray and a lock hair oil and a lock shampoo from an online vendor who sells things for people with locks. So my bathroom is full of black-owned products. So I went and got my car detailed this past week from a guy that I found on this Instagram page and did a great job, pulled up. Hey, how you doing? Just very personable, very nice. You know what I mean? Hey, if you're looking to hang out, do some stuff in LA, I'll let you know. Follow each other on Instagram. Um, so this has been a nice way for me to just connect with black people in the area as well, supporting the black businesses, spending my dollars in the community, and also maybe even making some friends. So that's been probably the best part of being here so far is being able to bounce around to all these different black businesses and see some cool people, meet some nice people. I truly, I truly haven't had a bad experience customer service wise with any black business that I've, I've, I've been to since I've been here. So I'm, I, I hope that trend keeps going. I've met some really, really nice people. So that's been my time in LA so far. Um, I've been thinking, I've been thinking there is a black owned acting studio that I stumbled upon and I've been thinking, I don't know, I'm not sold yet. Maybe y'all can let me know what y'all think um, about signing up for some online acting classes. Um, for those of you who don't know, I've been acting for a long time. My degree is in theater with the focus in acting. That's like my whole MO. That's what I do. But I'm so rusty. I have not been on a stage in forever. I have not taken an acting class literally since I graduated college. So... I'm going to pray about it 
God has been constantly sending and sending and sending this acting studio and their course, which starts at the end of this month. So really in about 11 days from when I'm recording this, I've been seeing a lot of info about signing up and getting registered for this class. So it's heavy on my heart. I'm going to pray about it some more. And I don't know, y'all, maybe I might be taking some acting classes here soon. By next episode, I'll have some updates for y'all on that. Uh, that's all I got for y'all, man. Keep y'all head up. Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of Good and Ghetto Podcast, man. I really appreciate y'all. I made it through. This closet is really hot, but anything for you, my people, my community, my tribe, I love y'all to death. Remember, this shit can be real good, and this shit can be extremely ghetto. But remember, it's never bad. Never, never, never bad. Y'all have a good day. Have a good night. Have a good morning. Whatever time it is you're listening to this, and I will catch y'all next time. Bye, bye, bye.